0: This is the motivation.
1: Hey, everybody! Welcome to another episode of Juju Deddle's Coast to Coast, a podcast that talks about what's important on and off the mats. Today, I'm joined by my boys, Eddie. Long time, no see, no hear, my brother. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic, Frank. I'm doing good, Anthony.
0: Uh, it's great to be back. Uh, love the show. Love you guys. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to talk about a uh, little bit of jiu-jitsu and some uh, UFC, man. How are How are you doing, Frank?
2: How are you doing, Anthony? How you doing, cuz? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing real good. Uh, so just doing a little more traveling uh, out here in the Dallas area. Nice. Uh, I know yeah, so uh, kind of enjoying what I thought was going to be warm weather, but ended up being some a uh, little frigid temperatures <laughs> out here. So, Ooh. but uh, I'm enjoying it out here. People are great, and I- I'm loving it. Oh, Real quick, a, Anthony, what start.
0: would you expect the weather to be like?
2: Uh well, I was expecting it to be warmer. I brought a lot of shorts, uh, some flip flops, okay. and uh, <laughs> so like beach weather. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little a little warmer than it is. I didn't think it was going to be like. You know, blistering hot, like in the summertime. But I really didn't think we were gonna be dropping below freezing out here. Oh, totally. yeah, well, yeah, so yeah, it was uh, the other night. It was 19 degrees. So Did you put on um, your dang. snow flit. That wasn't even enough. <laughs> 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 that wasn't even enough. <laughs> Good thing I was. I'm, I'm here visiting with uh, one of my. Good uh, thing you took your snow <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Actually, <laughs> actually yeah they have some uh we saw some they have uh crocs with the texas uh flag on them so i think that's gonna be my next purchase before i leave
0: okay there you go okay <laughs> very, very fashionable airport.
1: yes <laughs> yes <laughs> all my neighbors up here in core school will be asking you where you got them from for sure <laughs> for real <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, on this episode, I do want to get into our UFC 272 picks like we always do, but uh, I was listening to the Who's Number One or Actually, it's not even the Who's Number One podcast, but I guess it is because they're always talking about who's number one, but I'm talking about the (laughs) Flow Grappling podcast that was on earlier in this week, and their topic for the week was they were talking about who's number one, and... They're going to slowly – they're advertising for the next event that's going to be coming up at the end of March, and they haven't released the entire card yet, but they they released the main event, and that was a rematch between Gio Martinez and Mikey Musamechi. If you guys didn't remember or you didn't get to watch, they did face off earlier last year in the road to ADCC where Mikey ended up winning by points. I think he, he won 6-0, if you guys re- don't remember. Uh, but he, was, yeah, he it wasn't took close. back. Yeah, no, it wasn't really close at all. Yeah. Um, but for some reason, they decided that they were going to run it back. It sounded like it was just because of the beef that was left kind of on the table or on the mats, I guess you might want to say. Well so that was the biggest thing running, to remember
2: about the whole thing.
1: Yeah, that was really you because the the match was kind of uneventful. There was really no passing, nothing going on until maybe like the last two or three minutes when Mikey finally got was able to get the back. You know, he used the matrix and was able to take his back, and then he kind of lost it for a little bit, and then he got it right back. And then that's where he got the second round of points from. Um but Gio didn't really do too much other than play a lot of defense, you know? Yeah. Um. So they were kind of making it out as a, as a big deal. Like, oh, this is going to be a great match and this and that. And I'm just thinking, like, dude, it wasn't even that good of a match. And then they started getting into the background, like the beef that led up to that match. And I guess it's continued since then. And I sent you guys some notes. And I'm not sure if the listeners out there um, were able to listen to the podcast, uh, the Flow grappling podcast or whatnot, but – you want to give them a rundown of, of what uh, what ended up happening or you want me to yeah. do it
2: yeah no so uh, I mean I mean I don't know if I'm gonna hit every point that, uh, that you did but basically like they they had some lead up to this so there was a lot of uh, social media going back and forth you know uh, uh, Mike he he would go come on, on right. social media he was talking about a couple things and then at the end he you know he said a couple words in, in Portuguese and uh, Martinez would come back and he would you know send another reply on social media and kind of just making fun of him saying, you know, that he was kind of uh, uh, kissing ass to, you know, uh, certain listeners, certain demographic of, of listeners. And so they kind of just went back and forth. And, you know, and I guess there was uh, some talk about um, uh, Mikey Mishamashi not having the, the technique or the torque technique to actually um, break, break a leg or break an ankle and how, you know, he's been working on that. And so it's kind of just gone back and forth. Um, before the event, and then av- if we watched watch the event, you know, they had, you know, Mikey comes out like he usually does, you know, shakes everyone's hand and everything, And then he didn't, you know, uh, Martinez didn't shake his hand. And so that kind of just started off the, you know, kind of, you kind of got the feel for everything. And when he was going out there, uh, another point was, you know, before they came out, you know, Mikey was saying how he, you know, he goes out there, he wants to have a good fight and, and he wants to, you know, he does it to make friends. And Martinez was like, "Hey, you yeah. know what? Friends is all cool and everything, but once we get on the mat, it's game time. There is no friends, and so there's. I think there was a, a some a little bit of uh, egos there. You know, there might been involved. You know, I think there's a lot of you know tension because these two are top of their games and they were coming. So you, obviously, there's you know there's that alpha. You know, I am I'm better than you type of uh, deal out there, but." Um, you know, it's it's kind of gone on after listening to that episode, but yeah, that kind of sums it up, I would think. I mean, what do you think, Frank?
1: Oh, no, yeah, that's yeah, pretty much it. It all started off with that little video of Mikey when he says, ah, I just came to do jujitsu and, and make friends, <laughs> 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 right. He's just like a, a nice kid, you know what I mean? And yeah, and it's it's jujitsu, it's a match, it's going to be competitive, you know. You, you, when you step on the mat, you're either Trying to put your opponent to sleep or break a limb. You know what I mean? Without even right. saying anything, that's basically the rules. And then Gio just comes around and is like, nah, dude, we're just here to jujitsu. I'm not trying to be your friend or, or whatever, you know? Maybe like, mm. maybe you are right. He was just trying to pump himself up or, you know, like kind of like the Diaz brothers do when, when they get into a fight or when they announce a fight, you know, that person is the number one enemy. And going forward, that's all you're thinking about is hurting that person, I guess. And Mikey didn't take too kindly to that. And then the match ensues, and then Mikey wins, and they shake hands. And then the cameras didn't quite pick up what was said, but whatever was said upset Mikey. And it continued as the the announcement of the win, the winner was being announced. He just kept drawing back and forth. And even afterwards in the post-fight interview, Mikey was still talking about it. So yeah, he was, whatever it was said. Yeah, super butthurt. Fast forward to what's happening now. Um, they announced the match, and then Mikey came out and said, oh, I'm, I'm glad that uh, Gio is my – I have Geo as my rival because he's really flexible, and I'm going to be able to test my breaking technique on him. And then once I break Gio, then everyone's going to see I'm, like, I guess the real deal. So he made it sound super nonchalant like he's, oh, you know what? I'm going to break his leg this time. And then Gio's response was, go ahead, dude. That's what we're trying to do every time anyway. So I don't know why he's saying that. And he also ended up, I don't know if he said it in this interview or in the past, but he said that in the match, he gave his foot to Mikey and he told him to break it. And he says he couldn't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I I went back and I rewatched the match and I took some screenshots and I'll share them with you guys later on. But there's a point where Gio was kind of like posted up and he's like feeding his right leg to Mikey and Mikey's got it like in the ankle lock position and he's cranking on it and Gio's just watching mm. you know it's for a brief second but uh-huh. he, I mean I don't know if that's when he told him hey go ahead and try to break it you know but mm-hmm. it does look like he he let him you know so it, it might not be a lie you know so mm. I thought that was kind of ballsy uh, but you know now that they're, they're running it back and i looked at the match you know it wasn't that exciting uh i still don't know why they're running it back but you know me eddie when you get beef like this take my money every time <laughs> <something like> this <laughs> happens they sell me on it so what do you guys think are you guys does this make you guys excited about the match
0: yeah i think um Geo is starting to get in Mikey's head. He, he, Mikey, this isn't who Mikey is. Um, I, I, and this is good for selling fights. Um, Mikey is clearly the better jiu-jitsu mm-hmm. fighter, right? Do we agree on that? Mikey, he, he's far more accomplished than Geo as, as far as accolades. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. Better takedowns, uh, better guard passing, uh, j- just better overall. But this is a good way to make it interesting. But for the hardcore for sure. fans, I, I, I think Mikey uh, wins again, six zero seven zero something in that realm. Um, but I, I still want to see the match. I, I'm, I'm wondering oh, if sure. Mikey snaps and then he turns into uh, Paul Horace and doesn't let go. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> and becomes the
0: bad boy of jiu-jitsu. <laughs> oh, all of a sudden,
3: yeah. He's the and then Richie will
0: yeah and then he'll have to fight Richie his older brother Richie Martinez. Yeah. It'll be like blood sport, dude. Avenge, <laughs> <to> brother. <laughs>
1: sick. But, That's sick. Yeah, cuz Gio did mention he's like, "Oh, I like this Mikey. Mikey's letting his dark side out." So, I think you're right, Eddie. Uh Gio is getting inside of Mikey's head and he's he's cracking a little, you know? He's not he's showing a little behind the behind the mask kind of like, you know, you, he's always super happy and chill and and ready to roll and he loves jiu-jitsu and he loves everybody and he wants to hug everybody and now it's like, dude, get away from me. And he doesn't like it. <laughs> 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 so yeah, this will, is like GSP
0: versus oh, Penn part two. Or yeah, you, exactly. Remember, remember when that? GSP stopped Penn in the fourth round? He got up and socked the cage, like I've never yep, yep. seen GSP like that before. Yeah, so I uh, I hope that, that that's heat. that's what he happens with Mikey for like
1: a split second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's literally, on. Huh? That would be funny. Che- Mikey's throwing chairs around. <laughs> <laughs> you better get out. I of hope Jim Ross is he's commentating over there. it's <laughs> <laughs> hey, <he's> going wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but so yeah well they're supposed they're supposed to be announcing matches i think once a day or something like that until they announce the full card so i think they announced another match also yesterday but i didn't i didn't catch it so maybe we can i'll look it up right now while we're talking and then i can look for it but uh other than that man that's it you guys ready to get into these ufc picks well I
2: i was gonna say before we get into into that i was gonna say uh You know, I agreed with uh, with Eddie when he said that he's getting into his head. I mean, it kind of like you know the whole Star Wars Dark Vader kind of thing. You got, you know Mikey, who's this you know supposed to be on the the good side and everything. He's you know all about sportsmanship, but now it sounds like. I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, but him saying that, hey, I'm going to go in there and break your ankle. That doesn't seem. That kind of goes against everything that he was preaching after he won the last fight, right? About what Oh, for sure. About and. How it you know, you know, good sports and this and that, shaking hands and everything. That doesn't sound like uh, you know the whole Very black belt Yeah, you know what I mean. Like
1: right, I kinda, yeah. I kind of feel that's like anti, he's that's...
2: yeah, he's kind of yeah, going, he's the going to the dark side everything and everything. He said. Yeah, yeah. You know, well,
0: and so I mean, if we go back to the 30s and 40s, guys with with uh, Helio and Carlos Gracie, I mean, th- those guys would jump other dudes from different dojos. From Luta oh, Livre, sure, right? Dojos, that's, from Submission Grappling. I mean, oh, my God. Um, a guy named Gustavo that, that beat Carlos Gracie in a match, uh, and then they jumped yeah, him afterwards yeah. oh, and man. beat him to Was the point where he had to retire to from fighting.
1: Oh, wow, man. That's,
0: yeah, yeah. Jiu-Jitsu's cool. roots aren't very gentle at all. It's very, uh, I don't, very. Uh, like a gang. Like a street mentality gang type thing. Yep, exactly. Wow. Yeah, so
2: this is Mike so you think that Mikey is like kind of just joining that, you know, make kind of like leveling up and becoming that next level? And you think he now that, you know, it's kind of he's going from, oh, you know, everybody's friends and it's all good and this is what jiu jitsu is, you so know, you think that he now he's learning what jiu jitsu really is? Or do you think that, you know, uh we're kind of going back a step? I mean, what do you guys think?
0: I think that uh, he just wants to sell more pay-per-views and maybe make an extra ten grand
2: Dang, for this fight. That's, a, that's how much they make.
1: They don't make much, dude. Oh, he's probably making Ooh. more, man. He might be making a little bit more, especially with his sponsors and all. His
2: oh yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. I, I think.
1: It, you know, no such
0: thing as bad publicity. If I can yeah. make uh, thirty thousand instead of twenty thousand, heck yeah. Um, why not talk a little shit?
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We're talking so, about
1: it. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Look at that! Damn it, it's working already. We got <laughs> us. <laughs> so yeah, but I mean, I, I went I, I on he's, flow. He's
2: definitely getting in his head. I think he's definitely. He, oh, definitely, he made it a point man. to talk about it in the beginning, the before the first match, where he was getting in his head at the beginning. You know, already telling them stuff or getting getting them off his game. But you know, like they said in the podcast. You know, that he's doing it again, but the outcome was a 6-0 to zero loot. You know, loss to Mikey. So do you think that – why would you go and do it again? If that didn't work the first time and that caused you to, you know, lose that bad, you know, I don't know if I would go with that same game plan of, you know, trying to get in his head. And that's going to – you know, that's like me going against Frankie and then saying, oh, you know what, I'm going to piss Frankie off so that way I can make this loss even worse. You know what I mean? Like, why do I want that? And I'm, you know, if he gave his ankle to Mikey last time, and you got those, you know, those clips and everything about uh, him giving him his ankle, and he had it there for like a split second, a little bit, and then pulled, you know, obviously pulled it away. You know, maybe he was like, oh shoot, maybe I shouldn't do this. You no, know, yeah, maybe he can break my ankle, and he thought twice and was like, nope, give me that back. <laughs> you know, so I don't know. I don't, I don't know if this uh, getting in his head is a great game plan for him. This
1: time around. Yeah, I guess we'll find out. Yeah. We'll find yeah. out. Yeah, we'll find out. We'll find out, man. It's gonna be pretty cool. But yeah. I was just on Flo's page and they announced Jessica Crane Ooh. taking on Tammy Musamechi. Oh. So they got the Musamechis on the card. And is this like they a tag team fight? Uh, <laughs> <Is he>
2: like
1: <laughs> no. tag in and everything. They might, she might be there, but they also announced Jacob Couch taking on uh, Nikki Ryan. So that should be pretty cool.
0: Oh, dude, that's gonna be a fun. That's the one I'm interested in.
1: Yeah, that's gonna be a good one, man. So we'll see. We'll see what other, other matches they announce during the week, and maybe we can post them on our Insta. So or everybody can just follow Flow, and they can get them there too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Now, can we talk UFC? Absolutely. All right, let's do this. So, we got UFC 272 coming up, being headlined by Jorge Gamebred Masvidal, taking on Colby Chaos Covington, the battle for ATT, or the battle of roommates, however you want to call it. (laughs) Uh, Let's start How's the pay per view going to start? I think the first fight on the card is Sergey Spivak taking on Greg Hardy. If I'm yep. correct,
2: that's correct. Yeah. yeah.
1: All right. All right. So I'm going to use. Um, and by the way, we're going to we're going to go through these picks, kind of break them down, give you guys an idea of what we think is going to happen in the fight and who's going to win and by how. Uh, dude, we've been super good at these throughout. You know, we're usually we're way above five hundred on all our picks. In my last month's. Card. I only went down one fight, and that was because my wife switched teams on me in the middle of a fight <laughs> and took my mojo. But whatever. <laughs> Next time I just won't watch fights with her. Let's see how this goes. I'm gonna be using my bookie doc, uh my bookie website for the fight odds. And so in this matchup, Sergey Spivak is a minus two ten favorite. And Greg Hardy is a plus 170 underdog. Meaning, yeah. lay down $100 on Greg Hardy, get back 170 In order to win $100 on Sergey, you have to lay down 210 bucks. So, that's, that's how it goes. All right, who wants to start this off? Cuz, Eddie?
0: Go for it, guys. All right. I can go. I'll
1: jump in first. Okay, go for it. Go for it. Oh,
0: okay. I, I think, uh, well... Neither of these guys are too good on the ground, uh, but they're Sergei's halfway decent on his feet. I mean, j- just to lend to my point, Sergei got arm triangled by Tuivasa, who isn't <laughs> known for his jiu-jitsu. <laughs> uh, so I, I, I think these guys uh, get tired midway through the second round, and, and uh, Sergei wins by a boring three-round decision. Uh, I'm not too excited for this one. Uh, neither fighters impressed me a whole lot. So, uh, but I, I guess you got to get the trash out first for the better fights. So, anyway, I got Sergey over Hardy
1: uh, three round decision. Right on, right on. All right, cuz why don't you follow that up?
2: Yeah, I have uh, I have Greg Hardy actually with a TKO in the third round. Only only reason is. He's a bigger guy, you know, he's, he's, you know, he, I kind of like the, I would say the underdog um, of the fight. So I think it's just going to be kind of an upset, but he has that power. He has that striking power um, over, uh, I not again, I really can't say his name. Spis, Sergei? Or whatever. Yeah, Sergei. Thank you. Um, he, he has that. So as long as, and you know, Sergei has the takedown experience and everything he has, you know, he has a, a better takedown submission um, uh like background but hardy on the other hand he's a bigger dude so can't, he can he can his defense his takedown defense is up there so i think as long as he you know stays up with them and they're throwing hands and everything i think that uh hardy might just take it in the end with and I'm, so i'm saying uh, tko in the in the third round it's going to be an okay. upset
0: okay Ooh, Time all, to right. Make some all right all
1: right It could be. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Let me get into this. So I'm trying to pull up Greg Hardy's um, info on SureDog while I'm doing this. Um, Let me go over the stats. So Sergey's coming in. Sergey's coming in with a record of 13 and three. He's only 27 years old, six foot two, 78 reach. Uh, Greg Hardy coming in with a record of seven and four, 33 years old, six foot four, 80 and a half inch reach. So Hardy is the specimen. As you guys know, Hardy did used to play in the NFL, so he he is way more, more athletic. But when you look at their records, I just feel like Sergey's resume is a little bit better, and he might be a little more well-rounded. But that's not really saying much because Greg Hardy is sloppy as hell. Uh, mm-hmm. Greg Hardy's coming off back-to-back losses, both of them by getting stomped out. He got crushed by Tui Vasa. Then before that, he got crushed by... Uh, what's the guy's Taibura? Mm-hmm. And then looking at Sergey, you know he's coming off of a loss. He got tko'd in the first round, but before that he was on a three fight winning streak. Um, and it, it might be a little, it probably was a little bit boring, but he does have a couple of subs, so it, da- it does look like he he has some training on the ground. So if he can get this fight to the ground, this is bad news for Hardy because Hardy sucks. The only chance Hardy has of winning this fight is if he lands a crazy overhand right or something sloppy and it lands because I just don't see him pulling this off. I got Sergei by sub round two. All right. Just because wow. of the experience of, of Greg Hardy. I think, I think this is just a really good, a really bad matchup for him and Sergey's going to capitalize on it. And with what's going down in the Ukraine right now, Sergey and his comrades in Moldova are watching and they're ready to rock and he's going to be pumped up, ready to send a message out. So watch out. All right. Stop fucking around. I'm for sure, he's going to win. <laughs> All right, Fonzo, what's your pick for Sergey Spivak and Greg Hardy, homeboy? Oh, man. um,
3: I don't know, man. Greg Hardy is is um, is a tough dude. And you know, some of his fights were pretty exciting. He's made some mistakes. He was just, you know, I rewatched some of his fights, and I'm just, you get sloppy sometimes. So I think uh, Sergey is going to get him. Um, he's just going, he's just going to pick him apart. Um, I don't think it's there. We're going to see a knockout, you know. Um, uh, so I just think it's going to go to decision, but it's going to be a pretty damn decisive decision. Um, so yeah, I don't know. What would you think that? What was your your insight there?
1: Oh. Well. I went with Sergey. I said Sergey by submission round one or two, just because I think that um, Greg Hardy is isn't very good on the ground, and I think that yeah. um, Sergey is a lot better. And most of his wins have come by submission. So if, I think when, if the opportunity presents itself, I think that's it. Um, yeah. Me and Eddie both went with Sergey. Uh, cousin Ant went with Greg Hardy. I think he said like TKO in round two or three. Uh, but oh, okay, Eddie went. Uh, Sir, I think Eddie went with the, uh unanimous decision, Sergey. Yeah, yeah, so you're also doing Sergey by unanimous decision. You think Sergey is yeah. just gonna tool up um Greg Hardy?
3: Yeah, yeah, dude. Um, like, uh, yeah, like I said, I don't know if he's gonna knock him out. Um, I, I don't know if he'll if he'll submit him. I, you know, he that's a possibility I for sure. He'll I think that, him, that,
1: but I don't know, but I don't know if he'll knock him out, you know? Yeah, I, I don't think Greg don't think Hardy's. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I mentioned that Greg Hardy is a, a a super stud athlete. You know, he's a former NFL player. Yeah. And he dominated in the NFL when he was there. So he wasn't. Yeah. It's not like he was just like, hey, I made the team. He was fucking shit up. With that being said, though, he's not as athletic or his his skills don't translate into the cage as well as they did onto the football field. I guess is what I'm yeah. gonna say. Yeah. no, he's man. tough
3: as shit. He's tough as shit. Yeah. yeah, he But he hasn't not, progressed not as well as yeah. I think
1: he thought or a lot of other people thought he was going to do, you know.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And uh it's worth saying, man, um, um is a uh, is a heavy favorite. Um 205 is what I was looking up earlier. Negative 205. So, pretty good. Uh pretty good odds there of um you know, Yeah, Bear my bookie Hardy.
1: has a a minus 210. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's- yeah. All right. Next fight. Next fight is Kevin Holland taking on Alex Oliveira, the Brazilian cowboy. Because – or actually, let me give you guys the fight stats here. Kevin Holland coming in with a record of 21-7, 29 years old, six 6'2", 81-inch reach. Alex Oliveira, 22-11, 34 years old, 5'9". 76 and a half inch reach advantage. Looking at my bookie, my bookie has Alex Oliveira as a plus 200 underdog and Kevin Holland as a heavy minus 255 favorite. Go for it, cuz.
2: Oh, I'm sorry, I got onto the wrong, uh, wrong part. I jumped ahead a little bit. So, yeah, uh, looking at this one right here, um, first off, how old is Oliveira? Cause he, I don't know, I'm looking at, looking at this uh, this guy, he looks like he, he ain't old as shit,
1: I, but he, yeah. 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 He's only 34. He's just had a rough life.
2: Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So that kind of changes things when it comes to, uh, I think he's it, been smoking I,
1: cigarettes <laughs> since he was five. <laughs> he looks
2: like it. He looks like it, man. I, I know, no offense. If you're out there, if you're listening out there, this is no offense. You know, you must have had a hard, hard life, but. Oh, my gosh. So I, I was looking at this. I'm like, wow, this guy looks really old. Um, okay, he has a pretty significant fight history. I don't know how he's going to do against this young guy because, like I said, he looks old as hell. Um, but but as far as, like, you know, my picks, I think it's just going to go decision because, you know, those Brazilian guys, I got to give to them. You know, they are you know, very tough. Very uh, They have a well-rounded game. You know, I don't expect it. Excuse me, when I see uh the, you know the Brazilians go into into the ring, I don't see them just laying down and just not, you know, giving it all. Uh so I have it pretty evenly matched, you know, looking at their, you know, the wins by TKO and submission, and everything, they're pretty, you know, um evenly matched there, you know, according to the UFC and, and what they have for them. Uh significant strikes, everything's pretty evenly across the board, uh, except for the grappling. Uh, the grappling area, Oliveira has a lot more uh, takedown advantage. However, um, Holland has more, has better, I guess, he has a really good takedown defense. So, you know, with that being said, I think that it's actually um, at the very end, I'm going to go with decision, you know, um, at the very end, Holland uh, for decision.
1: All right. You want to follow it up, Ed?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Holland's going to knock this guy out, man. He, he knocked out uh, <laughs> Jacare. I mean, remember? Yeah, he, knocked, remember beating, he, he fought at 185, and he's beaten better opponents. He's faster. He's stronger. I mean, Oliveira, he lost to a, an aging Cerrone. Um, yeah, I, I, Oliveira is at the tail end of his career. He's had a rough life. He was a bull rider before he was an M- MMA fighter. I think That's he's broken every bone in his body, and... This Holland's gonna crush his face in this fight. It won't even be close. Um, Holland wins the first round ten eight, and then uh, knocks him out in the second round. Uh, Holland K- KOs Oliveira second round. That's Damn. my prediction.
1: Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> All right, I got. What do you uh, think? I got Kevin Holland by decision. I just think that Oliveira, I mean, he could totally get. He could totally get knocked out in this fight. I can totally see Kevin Holland knocking him out. But I just feel like Oliveira is just going to be too tough. He's just – I mean, if you look at his last fights, you know, he's coming off of a three-fight losing streak. He lost by decision to Nico Price. He got subbed by Randy Brown. He got subbed by some Russian dude. Uh, And then before that, he got back-to-back wins. So he's got a lot of miles on him. I think if he uses his savviness and he doesn't fight with his heart and uses his brain a little bit better, he'll be able to survive those killer rounds because I do expect a 10-8 round. I think Colin is just going to tune his ass up. He's got those long-ass arms. He's taller, way taller than him. He's younger than him. He's got a gas tank for days. He talks shit all the time. I don't know if Oliveira is going to understand because he only speaks English. Um, <laughs> but I don't, I think the only thing that Oliveira might, if he can s- somehow take this to the ground, maybe he'll, he has a shot. I don't know how good Holland is on the ground. I know his wrestling is mega trash and it's been trash for a while. Um, so hopefully he has been working on that. I'm sure. But, uh, I'm gonna go Kevin Holland unanimous decision on this one. Okay.
3: This one is gonna be interesting too, man. I, I I really um you know this one's gonna be one of those that just oh man I I just can't wait for they're both exciting fighters you know what I mean. Um I just think Kevin Holland is just is gonna just just do uh, you want me to share almost.
1: everybody's picks with you real quick? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I think um uh, well I went. I went Kevin Holland, unanimous decision. Eddie, I think Eddie said K.O. Kevin Holland round one or two, and and cousin Ann also said uh, unanimous decision Kevin Holland. I believe.
3: Yeah, I'm going to side with Eddie here. Um, I, I I got it at the second round um, T.K.O. Uh, for Kevin Holland, um, and just simply because his, his technique is a lot more crisp. Man, he's got some good boxing. Um, Alex Oliveira's, you know, he's he's good, man. He's athletic. Um, he's tough. He, he's been he's around for a shit. really long time. Yeah, so I don't think he's gonna he's gonna hold up to the pressure of Kevin Holland. You know what I'm saying? Like once he starts sticking them yeah. and then one twos combos, mixing it up, like yeah, I, I think um, after a few of those. Uh, it's going to get to the point where like ref is going to have to stop in and just call it, you know, or Alex uh, Oliver is going to go down and, and that'll be it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But so that's what, that's what I got going on. Um, yeah, man, Kevin, right. Kevin Holland is, is a, he's a beast. And he's also again, heavy favorite man, uh, is What I was looking at.
1: Yeah. Uh, let's see. He, my book, he has minus two fifty five. Okay. Yeah. Um, and and you know what Kevin Holland has horrible wrestling, and he doesn't have to worry <laughs> about that in this fight because Alex Oliveira right. does he have takedowns? Can he take him down? Yeah, but that's not his thing, and that's yeah, not yeah, he's no, going he's to. gonna want to so, trade. Yeah. I mean, he would have to be going way outside of his skill set to try to use that to his advantage. So Amen. he might well, be just as bad as Kevin Holland. Yeah, but you know if he's if he's
3: smart, you know I don't know how how long he had in his camp, but. Maybe that's something he trained. I don't know. He's older. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But uh, yeah. that should be part of his game plan probably against Kevin Holland. Definitely. For sure.
1: So you're going Kevin Holland unanimous decision, did you say?
3: No, sec- second round KO. Second
1: round KO. Okay, second round yeah. KO. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's get into this next. This Let's get into the next fight. Next fight, Edson Barbosa taking on Bryce Mitchell. So man my dude, this is gonna be good. What do you think about fight this of the fight? night first dude. of all? Fight think? of the night, right? This is this is gonna be one of those fights that people are like, oh, what the hell is this? But the real people know, dude, this is gonna be a fucking scrapper right here. Whoever yeah. wins this fight is gonna be a is a bad motherfucker, no doubt. Oh yeah. So, um, my bookie has Edson Barboza as a plus one twenty underdog. And Bryce Mitchell as a minus 150 favorite. Uh, Edson Barboza coming in with a record of 22 and 10. He's 5'9, 36 years old, has a 75 inch reach advantage. Coming off of a loss to Giga Cecchesi, he got uh, TKO'd in the third round. So he last, Giga was fucking everybody up. And that was a, I don't know if you guys remember that fight, but that was a really good fight. Um, yeah. Prior to that, though, he had back to back wins over Shane Burgos and Makwan Amirakani. So he does have a lot more miles on him. Bryce Mitchell, a lot younger, 27 years old, five eight, 70 inch reach advantage, coming in with a record of 14 and 1. And he's coming in on a look, well, at least in his last four fights, he's 4 0 in his last four fights. Unanimous decision over Andre Philly, unanimous unanimous decision over Charles Rosa, Twister submission over on Matt Sales, and then a unanimous decision over somebody named Bobby Mofit or Mofort. So this can be a big step up in competition for Bryce, but I I think he's ready for it. I just don't know. I just think that this might be too much too soon. Does he need higher level competition? No doubt. But Edson Barbosa is still top of the food chain, man. He's still, I would say, maybe top top ten for sure. I don't know about top five, but he, he's definitely top ten. What do you guys think?
2: Well, they have him ranked at top ten right now. Um, actually, is he number ten? Num- yeah, he's number ten. So he's just right underneath uh, Bryce Mitchell. So, um, but I agree with you because um, with this one, it's gonna it's gonna be you know it's gonna be a brawl. But the only thing that I was that threw me towards Barbosa uh, is those leg kicks, you know, is he, you know, he's got some mad, I mean, we've seen him in the past with those leg kicks and you know how he can really put, put a bean on someone's leg. So if they keep this setting up, I don't know too much about uh, Bryce Mitchell now and if he, you know, what his, if he's ever been able to take a, a kick to the leg like that for a long period of time or, you know, or give it, give, do the same thing to someone else. So, I think if he can weaken, if Barbosa can weaken his legs, that stand-up game is, it's gonna you know dwindle out pretty fast. So I mean, I have uh, TKO in the third round for Barbosa on that one.
1: You looking at my notes, Cuz? Because that's wow. what I got. I got Barbosa <laughs> TKO round three. Um, if Bryce, if Bryce can get Barbosa to the ground, he's got a solid shot because his ground game yeah. is fire. You know, mm-hmm. but yep. Barbosa is a seasoned vet, man. And he is like a supreme black belt on his feet. And not to mention, he's got a five-inch reach advantage. So Bryce is going to have to get through that reach first and then try to figure out if he can get Barbosa down somehow. Uh, what do you think, Eddie? What do you, How do you see this one playing out?
0: Yeah, I agree with you guys. Uh, Barbosa's experience is going to be too much for Mitchell. I mean, he's got the jab, the, the leg kicks. He's got the takedown defense. I think this might be uh, uh, too big of a step, too big of a leap for Mitchell. Uh, his inexperience will, uh, will lead him to lose. Uh, I have Barboza beating Mitchell by decision. I think just his foot speed and his kicks and his jabs and his crosses will be uh, too much for Mitchell. I, Mitchell's going to be confused throughout the fight. Uh, yeah, he gets overwhelmed by Barboza's uh, by speed and tenacity. Uh, again, I got yeah, Barbosa third round. Uh, nine nah, winning I, I by I unanimous decision. Excuse be, me.
1: All right. I think that this is going to be good for Bryce to get his butt whooped like this, and it's going to open up his eyes and maybe change his change the way he trains, maybe, you know, because maybe he's not mm-hmm. focusing so much on the stand up. Um, but he's young. You know what I mean? You you learn yeah. on the job, and it's going to be... School will be in session for that day for him. So I'm looking forward to it, and it's... Like I said, I think it's going to... Like Eddie said, I think it's going to be fight of the night for sure.
0: Yeah, Mitchell's... He's going to have his moments, but but overall, it's going to be... Uh, it's going to favor
1: Barbosa. Yeah, definitely, man. Definitely. Our featherweight Edson match. It's uh, in yeah. Barbosa, Bryce Mitchell. So... Me and me and Eddie both went um, Edson Barbosa. I can't remember what he, what he said, but I have uh, Edson Barbosa TKO round three.
3: Oh. I know Eddie picked Barbosa,
1: but I don't remember how he said he was going to win. And I think Cousin Ant also went with Edson. Uh, I, I just We just both felt that uh, Bryce is an up-and-coming UFC star. He's got super potential. But I just think he's just – they just – they're giving him too much to chew on this one. And Edson Barberos yeah. is going kind of to his ass up, dude. It's like I was Bruce torn. Is like a fuck. You were torn?
3: I was torn with this fight, man, because, yeah, man, like, hey, Edson Barberos is a stud. He's I love watching him fight. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I always root for this guy every time I see him fight. You know what I mean? He's one of those fighters you always want to root for. Um, He's exciting, you know. um. It just but dude um you know to to be quite honest I really didn't know much about Bryce Mitchell before before this card came up. Um I think I I kind of remembered like some some like a match that he was in before and I you know it was it was good but I started watching more recently of Bryce Mitchell and yeah man he's uh you he know he's, wolf, man. yeah no he's good he is good, so I think he's an
1: awesome ground game.
3: Yeah, I think that's exactly what he's gonna do. Though he's gonna take Edson down. Um, you know he's gonna dude.
1: G- dude his do nickname some is Thug Nasty, and he's from Arkansas.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly why. <laughs> but, but no, man, that's that's dude, exactly man, what it's, dude, I,
1: If you remember. This was the guy that would always ask Reebok to make him camo shorts because he never got. He wanted camouflage shorts
3: <laughs>
1: and most, and he's also known for hitting the second twister in the UFC. Oh
3: yeah. Yeah. So he's going to, um, yeah, I, I think he's going to end up, um, you know, on, on the, on the winning side of this one. Uh, Edson is good. I want to see him continue. He's kind of getting older, you know, um, this is going to be like a huge stepping stone for Bryce. I think, um, and I got Bryce winning this by second round sub. All right.
1: Oh, you got yes.
3: Bryce? Ooh, yeah, okay. I got Bryce, man. I, I think I think uh, the hype is real. Um it's gonna be a tough fucking battle. That's why I think it's gonna it's gonna end on the ground. I don't think um uh, Mitchell's gonna want to uh, trade with Etson really. Um so that's why it, i I got this going to the ground and then eventually um Mitchell edging out with a via sub. So, yeah, but I think it's going to be a good feather in uh, Mitchell's cap and he's going to continue to do on some good things. Oh, in the sure. year. Yeah,
1: That's what yeah. Eddie said. Eddie said that if Bryce Mitchell can pull this off, he's going to catapult to the top of the rankings, you know, yeah, not number yeah. one or number two, but this is definitely, like you said, a, a humongous feather in his cap and will launch his career in the right direction. You know, even if, I mean, no matter what, I, I know that Bryce is gonna bring his A game and it it's gonna be an awesome fight. So win or you lose, know. he's gonna win a lot, and I feel like this is gonna grow, he's gonna grow from this no matter what.
3: Oh so, yeah, um, totally, totally you, agree. You, and that's why that's why nice. I was
1: torn. You know, that's why I was torn about
3: this. Cause I I I, I think whoever wins it, it's is gonna be a good fight either way. But this this Fight is is just super important fight for Bryce Mitchell. Like this is his fight. You know what I mean? Edson is gonna is there, um, but we know what Edson can do. You know what I mean? And like, does he does he have does he have what it takes to make another run at the belt? Um, Is he gonna do that going forward? Like I I don't know. But the potential for Bryce Mitchell here is just is huge here. That you know, so that's why I'm excited to see what what Bryce and he's super young.
1: I think he's only like 27.
3: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, good shit, man. I'm excited for this one.
1: All right, so that leads us to the co-main and main event. So co-main event is Rafael Dos Anos taking on Rafael Fiziev. Rafael, Do- R. I'm just gonna call him RDA. That sounds yep. badass. <laughs> so RDA, 37 years old, five foot seven, 70 inch reach. He's 30 and 13. He's Coming off of a win over Paul Felder, unfortunately, that was back in November of 2020. Prior to that, he was coming off back-to-back losses to Michael Chiesa and Leon Edwards, both by unanimous decision. Um, Prior to that, he had a victory over Kevin Lee, arm triangle, back in May of 2019. Looking at Rafael Faziz, he is 28 years old, 5'7", 71.5-inch reach, Eleven and one record coming off of let's see he's one two three four he's five and zero in his last five fights he's got ko unanimous decision ko unanimous decision unanimous decision um i i want to say i've seen his last i saw his fight against Bobby Green and i saw the highlight ko that he hit on Brad Riddle uh, did you guys yeah. happen to watch that fight do yes. that kick was killer yeah. Yeah, you could tell. Yeah,
0: he lives in Thailand and you can see the yeah, results. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, yeah. So yeah, he lives in Thailand. He is a former Muay Thai champion. I don't even know what his I think I wrote his record down in kickboxing. Let's see. Oh, check this record out. 39 and 8 with 28 KOs. Dang. That boy, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a son of a bitch, dude. He's a motherfucker, man. All right, let me look at my bookie. My bookie has RDA as a plus 195 underdog and Rafael Fazib as a heavy minus 250 favorite. Wow. All right, who wants to go first?
2: Go for it, Eddie.
0: Um, Oh, oh, yeah, I'll go first. So this is the battle of the Relfies. Uh, this fight features two Italian <laughs> fighters battling for the rights to an ancient Sicilian pizza recipe. I'm uh, just kidding, guys. <laughs> uh, uh, Rda, he, he's a he's a Brazilian uh, fighting uh, Fiziev. Forgive me if I mispronounced it. Who is actually Kyrgyzstani? But, like we said earlier, he resides in Thailand. Um, I'm pulling for the old lion in this fight. Uh, the fight is only three rounds, so RDA will hold nothing back and take this fight to the ground. And I, I think uh, that's where he'll control the fight. Uh, Finzeev is good, but this is a huge leap in competition for him. And let's not forget, RDA is a former world champion, and he's still hungry, guys. Um, I, I think this will be a showcase fight for RDA, and uh, RDA wins by uh, decision, thirty to twenty-seven. RDA. Uh, well, guess, what do you think? All right. What do you guys think?
1: Let me jump. Let me jump in here. Uh, I the more I watch, the more I do research on this fight. You know, going back and watching the watching their previous fights, looking at their records, seeing who they fought. um, I'm going RDA also. I'm going RDA by decision. I think you're absolutely right, Eddie. When you look at Rafael's previous opponents, he hasn't fought. And if you let him strike, you're going to get fucked up. You know, and that, and the record shows that, you know, he fought Bobby Green, who's who's also a striker, but he can wrestle a little bit, but you know, how Bobby, Bobby style is. He's not going to really use that in his favor. Whereas RDA is going to use his face as a backstop and just going to, he's just going to keep coming. I think he's going to be like a Frankenstein and he's going to close that gap. He's going to close the distance that Raphael needs to launch his strikes. And Eddie's right. I think he's just going to take him down at will. And once he gets him down, he's not going to get back up. But RDA is a, Jiu-Jitsu world champion, UFC, former UFC champion. He's beat the best of the best in their prime. And I think you're right, Eddie. He's not done yet. He's not done yet. And I don't know if this is going to catapult him into like title contentioners or whatnot. Uh, But this kind of seems like this might be like a, a gatekeeper style matchup that the UFC is looking for. Just testing to see where Rafael is at. But I think you're right. I think this is way... A, too much of a jump in competition for him. And I don't know if he's ready for that. You know, I don't know yeah. if it's, if he's going to get destroyed in this, but I do see 10 9, 10 9, 10 9 over and mm-hmm. over. You know, uh, unanimous Completely decision, agree. RDA, for sure. Let's, what do you I think, I think it's going to
0: look a lot like uh, when RDA beat Robbie Lawler.
1: Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm.
0: Very similar to that. Yeah. And uh, let's not forget, guys, RDA went up to 170, fought Colby uh for five rounds and won two of those rounds. So the good the dude is yep. still and, hungry. And he's still fun. good. Mm-hmm. And
1: yep. In the same year, yeah. dude. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, he's, he's, complete he's savage. a tough motherfucker, man. Yeah. He's the Brazilian Frankenstein. Look for the bolts <laughs> on his neck. <laughs> oh man. All right.
2: Yeah, so I mean it's well, you know what? I'm gonna this is gonna be one of those moments where I'm gonna have to go sit on the couch and kinda let the, the big boys talk and everything, the adults talk. Um <laughs> because uh up until just today, I'm gonna I'm like this is just between us, no one else needs to know about this, but up until today, I thought that uh Raphael uh Finzi Benz, Finzi? Whatever Benzie. how do you say his name. There you go. Um uh, him. Uh, I thought his uh, name, because I, when I looked on it on UFC, I thought his uh, his name was Ant Man. So I was like, Oh, Ant Man! Yeah, I'm definitely going for this guy. Marvel, <laughs> uh, I was going, and then now as we you guys are talking, I'm looking at the stats and everything. I'm like, Wait, that's not Ant Man. That's ATA Man. Oh. At a man, I was like, oh, shit. so um, <laughs> so I
3: mean,
2: so that kind of you know threw me off. I was kind of biased in that section, but you know what? I agree with words you confuse me, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. but no one this is between the three of us, no one needs to know. Uh,
1: so, I'm not telling I mean, anybody
0: because <laughs> that's so between us and your Texas crocs, <laughs> yeah,
3: yes. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: so i mean as far as like um i one the Kyrgyzstan guys you always know that you know they are they they bring power you know with their kids you know um they have you know some real good competitors out of there so you know i'm going with uh ant-man for uh for for this fight the other reason is is that i agree with everything you guys said as far as like he you know his um his record his muay Thai record um, his, you know, muay Thai stand up and everything like that. I think that he's going to be able to keep, um, as much as as art uh, RDA is like, you know, Frankenstein. I think he's going to be able to keep him away. I think he's going to be able to keep him away using that muay Thai style. But because he also um, on the on the UFC, his takedown events on UFC uh, website is ninety five percent. So I think that if he can continue to do that, if he can. Defend that takedown and keep it standing up. I think that he's gonna he's gonna have what it takes. I think that uh, he's gonna end up taking it with a uh, KO in the second round.
1: Okay, Ooh, all right, dude. KO that would round.
0: send his career into the next stratosphere, man. If He could oh, pull that sure, off for sure,
1: man. He would mm-hmm. he would jump into the top five, maybe.
0: Yup, yup, yeah. Because nobody does that to RDA. That that Mm-mm. would yeah. That would send a notice to the lightweight division.
1: Uh, Dana White with jizz in his pants.
0: (laughs) You need to sign a nine-fight deal right now.
3: (laughs) For a (laughs) hundred (laughs) grand.
2: Oh, geez.
3: This is another one that I'm like, oh, man, this is so good. Um, Man. Uh, Rafael dos RDA is a, is a freaking veteran, dude. Uh it's it's great to see him fight. I love watching him fight. He's exciting. Um but man, the beating that he took um was his last fight? No. When he fought um shoot, Eddie Alvarez. Oh man, that was RDA? that was hard to watch. Oh,
1: that was a while back. Yeah, I have his I have his last, What's his last fight. See?
3: Yeah, I have his I last. Like he hasn't
1: fought in a while, one, right? Two, three, four, five, six fights. So he last fought in 2020, November 2020, against Paul Felder, and he won by split decision. Okay. Before that, he lost to Michael Chiesa by unanimous decision. Before that, and that was January 2020. And then we got to go back to July 2019. He lost to Leon Edwards by unanimous decision. Uh, before that, <clears throat> May of 2019. So that's a quick turnaround for May to July. In May, yeah. he fought Kevin Lee and won by uh, arm triangle. Prior to that, he lost to Kamara Usman in November of 2018 by unanimous decision. And then before that, he lost to Kobe unanimous decision, and that was June 2018.
3: Okay, yeah, that's so. That was a while back. Um, that just that stood out of my mind just because I, I I don't know why I didn't that that was a lot. Um,
1: yeah, it's been a while since he fought for sure.
3: Yeah. But you know, again, he's one of those fighters that's always exciting to watch. Um, puts on a good show. Um, I just think that um uh Rafael Faziv is gonna get this one. Um I just think he's he's gonna end up you know, he he's got really good movement uh in and out, you know, he's um you know, he's got pretty good technique, uh standing up. I you know, I think he's just the more imposing fighter too. Um I, I don't know what what RDA can throw at Fazev that could do um do as much damage as Fazev can throw at RDA. You know what I mean? I think that's going to be the 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 biggest um uh, decide uh, the reason why um Fazeev is going to edge it out and and win. And I think uh, what I got this is uh, it's going to go to the decision. It's not going to be a unanimous decision. I think it's going to be split. I think it's going to be a closer uh, pretty close fight uh but like I said I think Faciev is going to edge it out.
1: Okay. Okay. I think I can't, I can't remember what cousin aunt who cousin aunt went with. Um but me and Eddie both went with um RDA and we both oh. said that um we said that we felt that RDA's experience and his his like MMA IQ I guess you could say. Yeah, is yeah. gonna take over and it's gonna this is just because no doubt Fazev is a badass motherfucker, man. But I just feel that RDA is too smart to play the oh, I'm gonna I'll strike with you. Now, hell no, man, that guy's a badass motherfucker. So I think that he's gonna close the gap. I think that he's gonna wrestle him down and he's gonna dominate him on the ground. Because if you look at uh Faziv's fight, he's he's young in the game, man, and he hasn't fought a high-level wrestler. If you look at his record, I think that uh, Bobby Green, who's fighting right now against Makhachev, uh yeah. is the highest-level grappler that he went up against. And Bobby Green doesn't even shoot for takedowns. So yeah. he, he didn't really get tested. And RDA is going to put the pedal to the metal, dude. And he's going to be in his face. I don't think that he's going to allow... Fazeed to have the space that he needs to throw the strikes that he needs to throw. So they're gonna be fighting yep. in a full yep. booth all fucking night, I think. And I think that RDA is gonna drag it to the ground. And you know he's a beast on the ground, dude. Yeah, you know? Yeah, he is. So uh you you never know. But um both me and Eddie go w- went with R D A.
3: Hey man, well if you do he's uh, th- uh is, is the favorite in this fight. So you guys were making some Good change there. I, yeah, I, yeah. Uh,
1: uh, my bookie has RDA as a plus 195 underdog and Fazeev as a minus 250 favorite. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: What about the main
1: event, gentlemen? All right. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let me give you guys the fight stats here. Kobe, Chaos Covington, 34 years old, 5'9", 72-inch reach advantage. Uh, I don't have his overall record here. Um, but I'll uh, look it up right now.
2: Colby is sixteen and according to UFC, uh, Colby Covington is sixteen and three, and Masvidal is thirty-five and fifteen. Both there coming you know. from Thanks, No worries, Gotcha.
1: Okay. So uh, Jorge Gengbreed, Masvidal, thirty-seven years old, five foot nine, seventy-four inch reach advantage, and coming off of back-to-back losses to Kamaru Usman. Uh, before that, he was on his little tear. You know, remember you guys remember when he beat Nate Diaz for the. BMF title you guys remember mm-hmm. when he put Ben back to sleep in the dirt then before that the KO over Darren Till looking at Colby you guys remember Colby coming off of that loss to Kamaru Usman then before that he beat T wood when he TKO'd him in the fifth round then before that he lost to Usman and then before that he had back-to-back wins one over Robbie Lawler and one over RD8 all right uh my bookie has Jorge Masvidal as a plus 255 underdog and Kobe as a minus 330 favorite. Man, that's a heavy line there. Yeah. Who wants to go first?
2: I like the adults talk at the table.
1: I mean, I'm a humongous Jorge Masvidal fan. I've been a fan of his since fucking the Bodog days, you know? Yeah. But but when you look at his record, he hasn't he doesn't have a a win against somebody that you're like, oh, dude, he, you know, that's his like statement victory, or that's like he beat a champ. And he what doesn't, are you talking about? He, he
3: got he got the baddest motherfucker on the planet. Bell, what are you what are you talking about right now?
1: I know, and then the Rock put it around his waist, but exactly, know, that's that's way more
3: uh, of a statement just, than anything I wanna, anybody's I ever got.
1: I would love to say that I think Jorge's gonna win, but I I just don't. And his weakness. His weakness is Colby's strength. And on top of that, me and Eddie both mentioned that, right, uh, that um, I don't know if Jorge is, Jorge is training like he used to train. You know, like I see him on social media all the time. I see him on TV. He's at parties. He's at clubs. Oh, yeah, that
3: fool's partying you with know, batteries. I Why haven't not?
1: seen him in the gym. I don't see him in the gym. I don't know. I don't know. And for as big of a douchebag as Colby is... You know, he's, he works hard, dude. I know he's working hard, and, and I think he's just going to – he's got a gas tank for days. Not that Hoardhead doesn't have the gas tank, you know, but Kobe's got a different pace. If you look yeah. at Kobe's resume, take out the Kamaru Usman, the last Usman fight, you, you can even watch the first Usman fight. I think he did phenomenal in the first fight. And I watched after watching it two times, after watching it the second time, I actually thought he was winning. And then I watched it again, and then I was like, nah, he got his ass kicked. But still, <laughs> he is an uh, he's a bad motherfucker, man. He don't give a shit. Like I said, he's got a gas tank for days. He's got this constant wrestling pace that he's just going to be in your face. He's either going to be trying to take you down, or he's just going to keep punching you and punching you and punching you. And it's almost like that. Nick and Nate Diaz type of pace where maybe he's not blasting you with his power shots, but he it's just constant and it's not going to stop. It's going to be just as intense in round three and in round four, as it was in rounds one and two, you know what I mean? And I don't see Jorge being able to keep up with that, especially if he keeps getting taken down, which I mean, I don't know. And it also depends on which Jorge shows up, you know, because when Horde fought Kamaru the first time, I don't even know if he was able to get him down, if I remember correctly. I think he did get him down, but he wasn't able to do much to him on the ground.
3: No. Yeah, no, he 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 was able to pop right back up for the most part, I think.
1: So I uh, it's going to be an interesting fight. I said Colby. Uh, I can't remember if I said TKO or the unanimous decision, but I for sure went Colby. All
3: right, well, smart money's on on Colby for sure, man. And I, you know, that's what my brain is telling me. It's gonna, it's gonna be Colby. But I'm gonna make my pick based on what I want to see. And what I want to see, what's that? Is a double fucking KO.
2: Both these <laughs> motherfuckers. No, I'm
3: playing. No, I'm playing. Um, no, I. You know, I, I think uh, what I'm, what I'm gonna go with is. Uh, Jorge fucking just um, getting in, just a fucking basically punch, punches puncher's day, puncher's luck. You know what I mean? Like any any punch is gonna happen, and it's just gonna end up. Jorge Masvidal knockout. I'm gonna call round three just cause.
1: Jorge uh, Masvidal KO round three. Yep. <laughs> that's where right. i'm
3: going that's what i that's what i'm gonna do this, this round out my parlay um and right. yeah just just yeah, dude 265 underdog if i if i if i make this parlay we're going to
1: vegas fool that's pretty good man where what are you looking at because i'm on my bookie and my bookie has jorge masvidal as a plus 255
3: oh i was looking at odd shark
1: That's awesome. All right, cool. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the last that's the last fight, Fonzo.
3: Yeah. Um mm, I, th- I think you're right, hard? man, with with this last one. I think you're you're right with with Colby, but I, I got to be dis- the dissenting opinion.
1: You always um, you
3: always um <laughs> We'll see. We'll see how good we do next week. Um No, man, and that's yeah. it. I just I uh, I'm excited for these fights. Um you know, um and just like any fights, man, they fucking who what who doesn't like to watch these fights? Fucking great. But um wow. yeah, these two these two guys, um, when this fight was announced, I remember thinking like, oh shit, it's gonna go down. Wow. So excited that this is gonna happen finally, because man, wow. fucking we're into year two of COVID and the does it end. We're gonna go into World War Three pretty soon. So we need something. What the hell's
1: going on right now? I don't oh, even know,
3: man. I don't even
1: know. Jesus
3: let's take some more from a brief moment and just focus on these awesome fights. So thank you, man. Uh, yeah. yeah. Seriously.
1: Thank you. UFC. Thank you for joining us, Fonzo. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it, Eddie.
0: All right. Uh, well, Colby's a savage man, like him or not. And a lot of people don't, <laughs> like
1: <him. laughs>
0: uh, he's going to set a pace that will be overwhelming for Masvidal. Uh, Colby, he's good at at setting up his takedowns with the jabs. And then uh, I I see him throwing jabs, setting takedowns, landing kicks to the body, uh, which is something Colby is also really good at. I I like Masvidal. He's one of my favorites. He's a good fighter. But at 37, man, he's slowing down. Uh, His reflexes aren't there anymore, um, which led him to getting KO'd by Usman. Uh, I don't know. Two, three years ago, when Jorge was on that winning streak, that Jorge could potentially beat Colby, but today's Jorge will lose. Um, I, I see uh, Colby with a shutout, fifty to forty-five unanimous decision uh, for Colby. What do you guys think?
1: All right, uh, I, 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 what you just said is exactly what I was thinking. It just depends on which Jorge shows up and which Kobe shows up. If the Kobe that was there for the first, I don't know, I I didn't, I wasn't really, I don't know if it's Usman is just that much of a badass motherfucker that he made Kobe look like that or was it Kobe's training that changed somehow? Because it seemed like he did better the first time around than he did the second time around with Usman. What do you think?
2: Yeah, I agree. I think that that was what what I kind of thought about, like, with my picks and everything. The Colby, when I saw him go against Uzman, like, I was not impressed. I was not impressed. And, you know, like you said, Usman might just be that that great, but I was expecting a lot more out of Colby. I was like, was he injured? Did he, like, quit? Was this all set up? Because I was not expecting that. I thought he was going to do a lot better. And I think if that Colby Covington comes back, then Masvidal is going to, he'll put him, you know, he'll get the decision, um, but yeah. it really, it really depends.
1: Yeah. And, and I have here in my notes, you know, I was right. Cause I'm looking over Jorge's wins, you know, mm-hmm. seeing how he did and what, how he won. And I wrote down, dude, he's honest. Kobe's right. He's got like, no, he's got no real wins against like top three opponents mm-hmm. for as long as he's fought. He he's never beat the big dogs, and he's a is he a good fighter? He's a really really good fighter. Is he a great fighter? That remains to be seen. You know, he's when he is in the zone. I guess you could say. Look at what he did to askrin Look at what he did to Darren Till. But again, those guys aren't the upper echelon caliber fighters that Kamaru Usman is, and Colby is on his way up there as well. I think. You know, I just. Mm-hmm. I just think that Kobe, think- like Eddie said, mm-hmm. his pace, his wrestling, his stand, he's got that like stinging jab that just is just going to keep coming out and keep coming out and keep coming out. And he doesn't slow down. I remember I heard um, Joe Rogan talking a while back about who Kobe tr- hangs out with. And for as big of a douche as Kobe is, you know, he plays that character <laughs> that we mm-hmm. see on social media, but that's not really him. He is a grinding, hard-working dude. One of his homies is Cameron Haynes. You guys know Cameron Haynes? Mm -hmm. The ultra-marathoner, and he does the Ironmans. Dude, that guy will go bow hunting with, like, a bow and arrow and kill a deer and carry the deer on his back all the way out. Wow. He's like a bad motherfucker, dude. Yeah. And Kobe hangs out with that guy. So, if Kobe can hang with that guy, that's bad bad news for Jorge Masvidal. Um, yeah, I think this can is I, can be I a add five one more thing?
0: Of yeah, of course. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, and it's Jorge's not really training, man. He he's trying to promote his tequila, he's trying to promote this, he's trying to promote that. He um he's not spending as much time in the gym. I, I think Masvidal knows this is the tail end of his career. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's uh, using his popularity to make as much money as he can. Where, where I think Colby's yeah. just training.
2: Yeah, he's trying yeah. to sell that sell that fight of that beef because they used to train at this, the same gym for a short period of time, and mm-hmm. kind of using that to, you know, build build this fight, and then that way he can, you know, go on to do you know bigger and better things. I mean, that's my
1: opinion. Yeah, I, I mean, like I said, I've said it in the past. Check out their Instagram feed, you know, and look at what <laughs> yep. Jorge's doing versus what Colby's doing. And Eddie, you nailed it. He's mm-hmm. promoting everything under the sun. <laughs> he's in, he's in making videos everywhere but the gym, basically. So yeah, um, I got Kobe. I don't know if Kobe's got the power to put out. Jorge like Usman did but over time I, he could totally and he could totally finish Jorge but I think Jorge's just gonna hang around for five rounds and get whooped up I got Kobe five a unanimous decision
2: oh wow yeah I so I think like everything you guys have said as far as like Kobe Covington, in depending on who he, who comes that's gonna really talk a lot of it I think that Jorge is a great fighter you know he want I, I, I'm a fan of him. Uh, but you know, he's, he's seen his time. He hasn't really seen those top things. Everything you guys have said, I think is on pointed and I agree with, um, but as far as the, I think that Colby Covington is just going to have too much for him to, you know, to actually go the five rounds. I think he's really going to put it on, on him. And he, I, I'm going to go with a TKO in the fourth round, um, just because of, uh, how much Kobe can outdo him endurance wise and what he's bringing to the table.
1: What, the if all Jorge Masvidal was, what if all Jorge Masvidal was doing was practicing throwing flying knees? <laughs> 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 all right, coach, I'm done. <laughs> I'll see you guys later. <laughs> I gotta go sell
0: some tequila. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> crazy. Jorge, you crazy? Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this card, man. I'm really looking forward to the card. I'm looking forward to a handful of fights on the pay per view. So uh it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a fun night of fights for sure. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think four to the five fights are going to be barn burners.
1: Yeah. Heck yeah, man. All right. Well, that was the last fight. Anything else you guys want to add?
0: Just thank you guys for having me on Jujiteros Coast to Coast. I love talking to you guys. I love talking UFC and MMA and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So thanks again, Frank, and thanks again, Anthony, for having me.
1: Yeah, for sure, man. Always a pleasure, dude. You know the door is always open, just like Alfonso's booty.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. Thanks thanks for having me. Hold
0: on, guys. One second. Uh, Luisa would like to say something, if that's okay.
2: Hey,
1: what's up, Luisa? Hi, Luisa. Hello. Say what's (laughs) up to the Jujitero crew out there. (laughs) Say how's everyone doing? How are you doing? Oh, we're, we're doing fantastic Can you say us For everybody out there Give everybody an us Us
3: <laughs> Oh yeah
1: That's what I'm talking about Bye 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 later <laughs>
0: uh,
1: That was the highlight of the show uh, man Thank yeah. <laughs> That's the perfect Luis way to said- end Alright guys
2: don't even no, I'm just gonna say thanks, cuz for having me on again. I, you know, I always enjoy being on here with you guys, learning from you guys. Eddie, thank you so much for being on and always thanks. bringing in that you know that extra you know information, like you know how you know the the fights and everything, as far as like you know jujitsu and the background and everything like that. Always loving it. Always loving what you're bringing to the table.
0: Thank um, you, sir. So
2: thanks. Thank you for coming out. And uh, talking welcome. with us, and uh, yeah, Frank, uh, thanks for having me on. I'm looking forward to this fight and uh, looking, looking forward to seeing uh, how we do on this this time around.
1: Yeah, heck yeah, yeah. I like having 80 on 80s, like uh, a Mexican, it's like UFC Google. <laughs> oh, thank
0: you, thank you, <laughs> thank you, guys. Oh, I, I, it's all I know is UFC <laughs> and how to cook ribeyes.
1: <laughs> Perfect. That's all. That's how you survive the world, my friend. You're a treasure. (laughs) You are a treasure. (laughs) All right, everybody out there. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Get your parlays in and make sure you split the proceeds with us. You can hit us up at JujiteroC2C.com so that you can get our Venmo or PayPal or whatever you want. No, just kidding. Keep rolling and trading out there if you can, everybody. And we hope to hear from you soon. Peace. This is The Motivation.